You're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, episode 213. Hey there, you're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast. My name is Angela Henderson, and on this show, we talk about improving your business, life, or both by having amazing and rich conversations with brilliant guests who will inspire you and who will give you tips and tricks to help you grow both in life and in business. Well, hey there, you amazing human, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. I am your host, Ange, from Angela Henderson Consulting, where I'm an international award-winning business consultant and coach who has helped thousands of amazing women business owners to get all the pieces in place to have consistent four and five-figure months, and then on to six and seven-plus-figure years without burning out in the process. Tinder. You might be thinking, what the hell is Ange going to be talking about today when she says, Tinder. Well, I'm pumped about today because there are so many lessons that I want to share with you from Tinder. In fact, seven business strategies that Tinder can teach you about business growth. Now, let me explain. Let me back it up a little bit. As you know, my husband and I separated in March this year, and I'm here to tell you I'm officially back on the market right? Never in my wildest dreams would I have thought at the prime age of 43, my Canadian ass would be on Tinder. But here's the thing. Life is truly short. And I do want to find love again. And since nobody is coming to save me, I've had to push myself out of my comfort zone and start exploring the online dating scene. And I'm here to tell you, Being on Tinder and another platform, uh, online dating platform called Bumble, there have been so many golden reminders of business that I wanted to share these insights with you, A, because I like to bring a little bit of humor to the party, as you know, but also I actually think these seven business strategies that I'm going to remind you of, you might be doing some, you might not be doing others, but they equally all play an important part to your overall growth in business. So business strategy number one, visibility is key to business growth or finding love. Let's be honest, it's a noisy world out there. If you're a business owner, no matter how great your product is, if you can't get people to notice you and remember you, you're dead. Literally, gonzers, dead, kapam, boom, finished, done. It's not about who you know, it's about who knows you. And the same goes for dating. As I often talk about in business, there are only three ways to gain visibility, organically, partnerships, and paid. And basically, this is true for finding someone new on Tinder also. You can try and find love organically just via your own networks. Or in this instance, you can join Tinder for the free version. Or you can work via partnerships like you would in the business model, and you might do free giveaways together, and you might be able to share each other's databases per se. Or in this instance, you could do it via partnerships and reach out to family and friends to see if they had any connections. Or you can pay, right, to expedite the process. And in my instance, I chose to pay for the featured benefits on Tinder and Bumble, which gave me a step up versus my free profile. You see, again, visibility is also becomes a numbers game. It's a top of funnel situation here, people, right? The more people who know about you, the more that you can get your product in front of them as a business and or you're yourself, which means you open up to endless opportunities. So I want you just to know that Tinder, just like in business, 
Visibility is key to find success and grow your business are key to finding love. Business strategy number two that I was kindly reminded of on Tinder and Bumble was that your profile matters. And for me, your profile includes your photo and your written words. For the love of all things Nutella, please get some professional photos done or at bare minimum, get your partners or friends to use your phone and get a nice photo. This matters. Why? People, unfortunately, regardless if you like it or not, are judging. We all judge. And there's no way to sugarcoat this. And if you want people to connect with you to buy your products and their services, they need to trust you. And a nice profile photo does this. And a bad photo can hurt you significantly. I cannot tell you how many profile photos on Tinder I saw with people where they had like half cut off of their photo. There was fucking birds on their heads or they were half naked or the pictures were just blurry. And these people lost my trust right from the beginning. They may have been the nicest, kindest human beings. Just like in business, you could have the best product or service. But I was already excluding them because of the trust factor, right? The same thing goes with a business image. Your business image matters. But in addition to your business you know, image or photo, your written words matter too. People are wanting to know about you ASAP and they don't want to have to burn mental calories trying to figure out who you are and what you serve them in your business. Same when you're on, in Tinder dating. But yet there were so many bios that didn't even have, um, like they didn't even have any written words within their profile. And then there were some where their profile was absolutely like the profile description, the written words part of it was absolutely just shit. And I thought they were taking the piss. You want to be memorable, just like in the book, The Purple Cow by Seth Godin. He talks about driving in France. And as he's driving down these beautiful countrysides of France, there are brown cows, white cows, black cows, etc. But then they become boring. But then he said, what if for a minute there were purple cows? Now that would be remarkable. Your profile on Tinder or your business, it's got to be memorable. It's got to be remarkable. The one profile that caught my attention said, women needed to apply sunblock to the part of my back I can't reach. Bonus points if you're my height or taller. Listen, it was straight to the point. He was saying what he needed, but he also, do you know what I mean, had a bit of humor. He stood out from the crowd. It was memorable. It was remarkable. So here's the thing. If your Tinder If Tinder is about business of getting dates and your business is about notice to make the sale, these principles are exactly the same. First impressions count. Whether you're running a business already or just working in one, like it or not, you're on show to the world. Before you do anything else, you need to make sure that your social profiles are optimized to project the best and most appropriate online presence possible. Hashtag go and do it if you haven't already. Your profile, photo and words, people. Strategy number three, know your target market. Nobody has time to waste. So the sooner you know who the hell you want to date or who the hell you're going to be servicing in business, things are going to accelerate, right? It's imperative who, it's imperative that you know who your target market and ideal client is. Of course, you're not going to know 100%, but you'll have an idea. And if you don't have any idea, please start nutting this out, even though it might take a little bit of time right? Even though it might evolve and change over time as you adapt and grow, this is important. You see, the wider your target market ultimately means the more expensive your marketing will be, more time you're going to waste, and the harder it's going to be for you to be able to close the sale. 
You cannot appeal to all people. It simply doesn't work that way. So by knowing your target market, both for your business and on Tinder, right? You're setting yourself up for better success, less cost per acquisition, and getting your time back. This is something that was really interesting with Tinder for me and Bumble was because I needed to start figuring out who was it that I wanted to date, tall, short, educated, not educated, right? Um, Liked fishing, didn't like fishing, right? These are the things you've got to consider, again, in order for your business to run successfully. Know your target market. Strategy number four, ethical selling. I don't know about you, but I get, you know, 19,000 freaking DMs a day on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Okay. That might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but you get what I'm saying. And these are people trying to sell things to me. And this shits me because I haven't even asked for them to sell to me. And I don't even know the person zero trust. And the same is on Tinder, the random pictures I get sent when I didn't even ask for them. And I don't know the person yet is crazy. Again, zero trust factor yet. We may have agreed to start talking, but I didn't agree for them to start selling to me, aka showing me dick pics or asking for sex, did I? No, but yet they do it. And our day and age, trust matters. Take the time to know your buyers or potential dates online. As I often talk about in business, there are three key things you got to do. Build your audience, nurture your audience, and sell to your audience, right? Build your audience, nurture your audience, and sell to your audience. It's like going into the bar. I've used this analogy before on the podcast. You go into the bar and you might see someone. I see Johnny, for example. You just don't go up to Johnny, say, Johnny, you and I, let's go have sex in the bathroom. Now that might work for some, hashtag hashtag no judgment. But most of us might be like, hey, what's your name? I'm Angela. Can I buy you a drink? Can I get your phone number? Can you text? Then we might go on a date. Then he might get lucky, right? It is so, so important to remember about ethical selling, whether or not you're selling a product or whether or not you're selling yourself on Tinder, it matters. Strategy number five, boundaries. Repeat after me, it's safe and imperative to have boundaries. In business, I see people all the time break their boundaries just to people please people, and then they get shitty with themselves. Remember, every time you break a boundary, you like yourself a a little bit less. Let me repeat that. Every time you break a boundary, you like yourself a little less, right? An example of this is on when I was uh, speaking with someone on Tinder, he talked about, you know, I don't want to know anything about your business. I don't really care about whatever. Well, I could have allowed that to slip, but that was a boundary for me because for me, I really do want him to ask me how my day is going and to ask me how business is going. He doesn't need to know all the ins and outs, but I do want him to take some notice of my business and for us to be able to have a you know conversation about it. And if that wasn't, that's okay. But then him and I aren't going to work together. So I had to lay that boundary knowing that potentially he was going to leave, right? That conversation was going to end, but I was okay with that. And I liked myself, right? A little bit more because I stayed to my boundary. So boundaries. Strategy number six, fear of rejection. Let's be honest. We all hate fear of rejection. And I've seen this firsthand, not only on Tinder, but also in business. But here's the reality. You are going to get ghosted, ignored, betrayed, laughed at, mocked, rejected, and fail. You are going to fail. Let me repeat, you are going to fail. And most of that probably from people that you didn't even meet. What I've had to learn over the years is that success comes from being resilient enough to get back up and try again and again and again. And I can hand on my heart say, I don't know a single successful business owner out there who's not experienced failure of some sort. So don't be afraid of it. Remember, there are never mistakes, just lessons we need to learn to keep us moving forward. And strategy number seven that Tinder had reminded me about business is kindness. 
Everyone wants the same thing, success in business or success of finding love on Tinder. And though we might not like every product or service business out there, or even agree with people's values or comments or words, and just like we not like we might not like everyone we meet on Tinder, you can still always be kind. You can always be nice. You can always choose kindness. You can always be the bigger person. So my time on Tinder has been super interesting and so funny to say the least, right? Especially how so much Tinder reminds me of running a successful business. From creating a strong visibility strategy to having a great profile that pops to knowing your target market, ethical selling, having boundaries, beating fear of rejection and kindness. I hope these insights have given you some thought about what you could do to up your business game right? Because your business, your rules, your business, your success, you got to take responsibility for it. And for those of you listening, did I find love? Well, that my friends is a conversation for an entire new podcast episode. Remember, if you're wanting to take the leap and, ha- and work with me in the role of your business consultant and coach, head to AngelaHenderson.com.au and fill out a contact form so you and I can hop on a discovery call together to discuss how we could work collaboratively together. And before I sign off, please remember that my team and I will be putting together the show notes for this episode over at AngelaHenderson.com.au. Have a fabulous day, you amazing human. And I look forward to you joining me again next week for another awesome episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson. www.angelahenderson.com.au.